Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. All right, quick update. Okay, if you listened to the last episode of the podcast, you know that I was scheduled for a big run this past weekend. Well, would qualify as an ultra marathon, which an ultra marathon is technically anything greater than 26.2 miles. I was signed up to run 37.5 miles, three laps around Lake Lurleen, a beautiful state park near Tuscaloosa. Alabama. Um, so three laps around Lake Lurleen. It had been three years since I had last run an ultra marathon. My lo- my longest run of the year so far was 14 miles. I told people like I was on the run and I'm, you know, maybe my second lap around Lake Lurleen this past weekend. And so, right. I'm at, I'm at 20 miles, 25 miles at this point. And, uh, I'm like, yes, I'm signing to run three laps. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've, my longest run this year is 14 miles. People are like, your longest run is 14 miles and you're going to run 37 today. I hadn't run a marathon in more than six months. So major, major physical and more importantly, more importantly, psychological victory for me over the weekend. And not only did I run 37 miles, but at the end of it, physically, physically, I felt like I had more in me. Now I was signed up to run 37. And so the last five miles, just mentally, I'm kind of ready to be done. But physically, I felt like I had more in me. So my big goal, right, my big goal of ultimately completing uh, a 100 mile run Guys, it doesn't feel, to me right now, it doesn't feel that far off. Uh, Sunday, so I ran on Saturday. Sunday was a rest day and a travel day for me. I wasn't super psyched about the idea of spending um, Sunday cooped up on an airplane, but that's what I did. Uh, Sunday, I flew to Santa Barbara. So a travel and rest day. Monday as well as putting in a full day of work. I spent 24 miles on a bike. So not only did I complete the run, I'm recovering well, and it feels good to be able to say again that I am an ultra runner, like not in the past tense, in the present. Okay, again, my goal of 100 miles, maybe not that far off. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. 
big goals. And this is a life quote of mine, something I definitely think about, talk about a lot. Marlon Burnham, the Chicago architect, Marlon Burnham said, make no small plans. No small plans. They have no power to stir men's blood. And here's the thing about small plans. They probably, they themselves will not be realized, right? They don't get us going. So Marlon Burnham says, make big plans, aim high in life and work. Okay, there is, there is a flip side to that. And in my life, I feel like I have been good at making big plans. And I feel like I have accomplished some pretty amazing stuff just by having big dreams and then being totally obsessed with those big dreams, obsessed to the point where I think of nothing else. And I sort of will this stuff into being in my life. But, okay, but I want to give you the flip side to, to big plans and the, like being obsessed with big plans. And a few years ago, I got really into the idea of moving buckets, moving buckets. And one of my favorite movies on this topic is The Englishman Who Went Up a Hill and Came Down a Mountain. And the idea was, is that maybe I couldn't, uh, maybe I, maybe I don't, let's just, maybe I don't have the ability to move mountains, but I can move buckets. And bucket by bucket, I can move mountains. Okay, religiously, religiously, I talked about this recently on the podcast, I think. Religiously, I check my Facebook memories. Uh, now, I was talking about this, I think, on the podcast when I was talking about how little time in any given day, how little time I spend doing anything that I don't value. And what a what an amazing life this is, that I can... I can go for weeks or months or years at a time. But any given day, I, I search my day looking for, for five minutes where I spend five minutes of my day doing something I don't value. So it, it, are the few minutes I spend on Facebook, uh, does that qualify as time spent doing things that I don't value? And yes, to some extent, I am zoning out. But to another extent, for me, when I'm getting on Facebook and I'm checking my Facebook memories, this is a gratitude exercise because I look at my Facebook memories and I'm just like, wow, what a life. Oh, look, there's my son's 15 now. Look at him when he was four. Remember that trip? Or I see a struggle that I posted about and I'm like, wow, I've come so far, right? What an amazing life. And for me, when I check my Facebook memories, it's just gratitude. Anyway. I got a memory today. It was one year ago. I posted this. Have you, okay, before I share with you what I posted, have you seen the movie Moneyball? You know this movie with Brad Pitt? I love this movie if I'm on a flight and I just, I'm done reading or I'm done working, right? If I if they have Moneyball on, like I, I may just watch Moneyball. Um, here's what I posted a year ago, and it's from the, the idea behind this post on Facebook came from the movie Moneyball. Here's what I wrote. Uh, replace Jason Giambi in the aggregate. Don't worry about home runs. Get on base. 
Replace Jason Giambi in the aggregate. Don't worry about home runs. Get on base. Now, if you've not seen the movie, you're like, Clark, what the heck are you talking about today? Where are we going with this? All right. In the movie, the Oakland A's, this is going back. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, maybe you know some of this, but this is going back 20 plus years. And the Oakland A's are a small market, small budget team on the verge of winning the World Series. They've got some big stars that that didn't come up as big stars, but they've developed, right? And now they're all big stars. They're on the verge of winning the World Series, and they fall just short. And all these big stars, and Jason Giambi is among them, their contracts are up, and they're going to lose all of them because they can't afford to pay them. They're going to get you know, right, poached by big market, big budget teams like the the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. And and the thinking by most of the organization, the Oakland A's at this point, right? If we want to contend to win a World Series next season, uh, we need to re- we need to replace Jason Giambi, right? We need to get another home run hitter. And the GM, who's played by Brad Pitt, by the way. Um, Brad Pitt, the GM of the Oakland A's, basically says the idea of replacing Jason Giambi is silly. They can't afford to buy another Jason Giambi, and they have to replace him in the aggregate. What, what does this have to do with you? All right. Yes, make big plans. All right. In the case of the Oakland A's, the goal is to win a World Series, Right. I want to run 100 miles, but I, I've i got to run one mile today. Uh, the Oakland A's, they want to win a World Series, but they've got to get on base. They can't win a World Series if they can't get on base, right? And it's the idea of we how do we replace Jason Giambi in the aggregate, right? What are the small actions that you can take to get you where you ultimately want to go. And this is where I was a few years ago. I had to stop thinking about moving mountains and I had to start thinking about moving buckets. Maybe I can't move mountains, but maybe I can move buckets. All right, and for you as a fundraiser or a nonprofit leader, you want a million dollar gift or you need to raise $5 million for your new program or your expansion or whatever. And it's like, where are you going to get five million bucks? Like, where are you going to find another Jason Giambi? And I would say you you start by writing a note. You start with one handwritten note. You start with one gratitude note. One re- reaching out to somebody who's been with you, not because you want more money from them right now, but because you say thank you for being with us. Let me express gratitude to you. It's you making a phone call and getting one meeting. It's like getting a base. All right, this is why I love, all right, I love our points system so much. So we have a points system we use that we give to fundraisers. A lot of managers use this to track particularly new fundraisers or young fundraisers or people who are just getting started in this field. We, we give it, even when a manager isn't, um, like, sometimes we give this to presidents or, you know, VPs of advancement who are, who's, who's hiring a new development officer, and they want to hold their new development officer accountable. But so often we give it to people who 
they have a burning desire to succeed. They want to be successful. And I'm telling them to trust the process and the process is score these points. And we promise you that if you score points, you will raise money. And so our point system is this. Uh, you can email me for a copy of this, by the way. So if you're driving and listening to this podcast, don't feel the need to take notes. Email me, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com, and I'll give you a copy of this very simple point system. You get one point for making a phone call or sending an email or using some other messaging service to request a meeting. And this is not a hypothetical meeting. This isn't like, hey, man, we should get together sometime. This is like, I am going to be in Atlanta next week. I would like to meet with you. Are you available for lunch next week? Right? Whatever. It's like, it's not a hypothetical, right? It's a reach out for a meeting. And you get one point, even if you get no response. If you leave a voicemail and they never call you back, you get a point. If you send a text and you never get a response, you get a point. This is you trying just trying. You are trying to get meetings. All right. By the way, we can have a whole nother conversation about increasing the likelihood of getting a yes to a meeting. But that, right. There's a whole series of moves you should be making to increase your ability to, to get meetings. But that's another conversation. So you get one point just for trying to get a meeting. Two points if you actually have a conversation about a meeting. Right. Like so maybe I reached out to 30 people this month for meetings. And I would, if I didn't hear back from a single person, I would get 30 points. Right. But if I'm, if I actually enter into dialogue with someone, I text them and they text me back. I call them and I get them on the phone. I email them and they email me back. We are, we have a live we have live, real, genuine human interaction happening, taking place, right? Like, I'm going to give myself two points for that, even if the request for the meeting is denied. I'm going to give myself three points when I actually sit in that person's living room, sit in their office, when I'm actually having a face-to-face meeting. Uh, by the way, we have a whole system for ranking our donors and and giving them a do score. We have this tool called the Donor Evaluation Worksheet you may have heard me talk about if I am um, having a meeting with a with a gold level or a top twenty donor, I'm going to give myself four bonus points because I'm focusing on my top people. All right, and, and I'm going to reward you for meeting with your top people, focusing on your top people by giving yourself bonus points for meeting with your gold level or top twenty donors. Uh, but don't worry about that too much. Because uh, I just want you in people's living rooms. Because when you are in people's living rooms, good things happen. You don't even have to be good. You don't even have to get right, like learn all the stuff about asking strategic questions and listening to gift. But you could be miserable. You could be a terrible fundraiser. You could have horrible interpersonal skills. <laughs> and if you just get in the living room, good things happen. Um, you're going to give yourself five points if you make an ask. If you actually ask someone to give a gift, um, and and I I give you five points for asking. This isn't like any gift, right? This is a gift that is outside of standard practice, right? Like someone who gives a thousand dollars, you're asking them for five thousand dollars. Someone who's never given before, you're asking them for a thousand dollars. Someone who gives ten thousand every year, you're not you're you're not asking them for 10,000, you're asking them for 100,000, right? Like 
it's a it's a big ask, right? You're going to give yourself five points for that. Um, and you're going to give yourself six points if you actually close a gift that is above and beyond the donor's typical level of giving to your organization. And we could we could talk about what qualifies as a six. Like if you ask for 20, if their previous high gift was was five and you asked for 20 and they they gave 10, do you give yourself six points for that? I, we could have a whole conversation about that, but I'm not going to get into it right now. This is how you score points. All right. And if you start out scoring lots of ones, twos, and threes, like, do, don't worry. Um, to use another analogy, this is you filling your funnel. Don't worry. The fours, fives, and sixes will come. Um, and if you go six months and you go 12 months and you're not scoring many fives and sixes, if you find that you're scared of making the ask, we can help you with that. All right. There's probably other episodes of the podcast you can listen to for that, or you could email me for help with that. Um, if you are scoring lots of fives because you're not afraid to ask for the gift, but you're not closing any gifts, and you need to increase your increase your close ratio, we could have a conversation about that. By the way, the fundraisers we coach, we always set a goal that you are closing. I start out by saying three out of four. I want you closing three out of every four gifts that you ask for. And then we move on to four out of five. I want you closing four out of five gifts that you ask for. I want you to have a good close ratio. But again, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> All right. But set big goals and then have small actions, right? A another way of talking about this, lead measures and lag measures. Right, the lag measure, the thing, the thing that comes later, the lag measure, that's the million dollar gift. Right? The lead measure, that's you scoring your points. Score points, get on base, run a mile today. All right. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, make big plans and then follow them up with small actions, moving buckets, getting on base, running a mile. That's all I've got for you today. Hey, remember, you can email me for a copy of the point system or anything else I talked about in this episode. New version of the website is coming soon. Oh, man, guys, we've been so slow on this. But a new version of the website is coming soon. And we're going to have a resource library on there where you can download all this stuff on your own. And it'll be awesome. But I will miss. I, I've been hesitant to add this feature because, honestly, I like people emailing me to get the all these different things that we mentioned on the podcast. I like people emailing me for our resources and for us entering into relationships. So I've been hesitant over the years to add the resource library to the website. Okay, this is a whole another conversation we could have once again, right? Like um, where we, we sacrifice um, personal touch for efficiency. But all right. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm still, I'm happy with the direction we're going with the resource library, but it's something I've wrestled with, to be honest. All right, that's all I've got for you today. As always, feel free to reach out to me uh, by email, clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Thanks so much for listening. 
Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.